This is a Quiz Bowl cast, episode 49D, 2008 Jacked Tournament, round four. You gotta fight the Jacks. Yeah. So, toss up one. The Japanese version of this game was released with a bundle containing a pair of blue earbud, blue earbud style headphones. One part of this game features a large sun-like object in the daytime that changes properties based on the time of day and several moons that perform the same function at night, while another portion of this game involves guiding red, blue, yellow, and green creatures across a grid of arrows and changing their paths by turning the direction of the said arrows. In addition to the... Buzz. The Uh-oh. It's not too rocket. No. Luminaria and stun animalcule portions of this game, there exists a part called Beatnes or Beatnes, in which a caterpillar like animal interacts with a classic Nez tune playing in the background and can make sounds based on chip tunes when agitated. Oh. In addition to the interactive performance mode, this game has an audience mode in which creatures from each of the game's parts randomly interact. Some points sent by this 2006 software for the Nintendo DS that allows you to make various music using the title microscopic creatures. Oh, yeah, this is, this is hard. Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, Answer. Uh, it's called. I can't remember. Spectro. Is it Electro This is electro plane. Electro plane. Oh, yeah. There's a stage on a level. Yeah. 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 In the four-player killer mode of this game, the players are each given the private objective by using the Wii Remote speaker as a phone. One unique feature in this game... Buzz. This is... Red Steel? I'd like to find the following related to the Tomb Raider series. Ten points Seven. each. This character, the heroine of the series, yeah. makes her way through the treacherous booby traps... Lair. A recurring villainess, this immortal former ruler of Atlantis, along with Polopec and Tokan... No answer. Okay. <laughs> this game, released in 2007 by Naughty Dog, is essentially the male version of Tomb Raider and stars Nathan Drake searching for the treasure of El Dorado. It was a pretty darn good game, but sold poorly, presumably due to Nathan's lack of gazongas. I don't remember this game at all. Like, boobs. Uncharted. <laughs> Uncharted. Uncharted. Drake's Fortune. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's called that again. Yeah. <laughs> One of the earlier episodes of Three. One character of this name uses hammers and wrenches of, as weapons and adventures along with the pink-haired princess and his robotic companion, Steve, to stop Emperor Griffin from destroying the future. Another character of this name wears a black robotic suit of armor and once helped Bomberman defeat the Higgy Higgy Bandit. So was this like, um, Vega? Uh, the Advanced War CO of this Fuck. name has decreased range for his long-distance attack Damn it. special power that increases the strength and movement of all units temporarily. In Dance Dance Revolution, this world is the subtitle for the 6th and 7th mixes, and this word also precedes 300 and Unlimited is the most difficult songs in those games. Also naming a hyperkinetic gravity thing, partnered with a dog named Sam for 10 points. It's Max. It's Max 300. Uh, one more clue. And there was the same Max. Yeah. I'm sorry. I get that. And your bonus identify the following MMO. Uh, MMORPGs that have faltered in the shadow of the super popular World of Warcraft and Z. The first real MMO of this game published by EA is set in the game in the same world as its 1980 regular RPG namesake and includes such expansion of Lord Blackbone's Revenge Ultima and Virginia Abbott yeah, and yeah. Ultima uh, Online. What? Ultima Online. Yeah. Uh, set in the world of Tyria, this MMO has a free online service, has an excellent PvP service wherein the titular entity battles out and is notable for having the warrior class be able to do dance in Pulp Fiction. Huh. So, what's the free one by NCSoft? That 
Uh, is called. No, my friend played this. Uh, is it? This is Guild Wars. Guild Wars. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, a free I played, one the, I played the beta for that. This Java-based MMO was created by Andrew it. Goer and allows over 15 million players to explore and battle monsters in the poor graphics world of Gielinor. Uh, one notable feature involves the ability to buy special achievement capes after mastering a certain skill or quest. It is RuneScape. Yeah, correct. It's shitty. It's not the only Java-based. No, I know, I know. It's the most obvious one, though. I wasn't like... Alright. Top up. Four. At the end of the second game in this series, the main character can be seen in a hotel room with Nikki from Pandemonium. In a scene reminiscent of Groundhog Day, one game in this series begins by having the main character repeatedly relieve, reliving the same day over. Alright. Breath of Fire. Uh, Ooh, I was going to say that. Fire Dragon yeah, I mean, that happened in that game. I see what he was <laughs> Over and Sorry. over, climaxing with the main character's television, continuously flashing an image of the villain. Characters in this franchise include Mom, who opened the theme restaurant featuring dancing dancing monkey astronauts, and a miniature Tyrannosaurus freed from a block of ice that then becomes playable in the game's several bonus levels. The levels in this series, such as New Toonland and Tut TV, parody different genres of film and television, and must be traversed to defeat the evil robot Rez. Starring a title character voiced by comedian Danny Gold, for some points identify the series of platformers starring a wisecracking gecko. Oh, thanks. Well, it wasn't just the main character's problem, it was like a yeah. little party. Yeah, I have a big room anything about the game. Alright, so. Bonus, identify the following game that along with Mortal Kombat double handedly called for the need of. Uh, called for the need for okay. the ESRB yeah, yeah. rating system. For time what's each in this game, the player becomes a member of the secret organization SCAT as they use secret cameras view in on in on an all-girls slumber party in the morning. Night trap. The player must save uh, girls from these vampiric creatures. A notorious scene involves oh, wow. one of them emerging right. from a shower to feed on a girl who is scantily clad in a nightgown. Uh, what are they called? They're like the... No, 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 no. no. They, they have, it's two syllables. It's like starts with a G. Like. The, the the Gorax or something? Augur. Augur. And Nightcrop was originally going to be released for this cancelled system from Hasbro that was notable for using VHS tapes instead of cartridges. It featured the ability to insta-switch between one track of the tape to another without switching off the console. What is this? No answer. Uh, this is the Hasbro Nemo. Oh. <laughs> a hard bonus. Ooh, that's a hard bonus indeed. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh. five. Mini-games in this game include full versions of arcade classics Hang On and Space Harrier, which are located in the U-Arcade and raising orphaned kitten, who, kitten whose mother was killed by a car. After being in this game, the player unlocks new features in the options mode, such as the challenging 70-man battle and the ability to have the game's weather match that of which actually occurred in 1986. A special fourth disc of this game includes the Passport feature, which allows you to hear the game's soundtrack and view cutscenes at any time. The game begins with the protagonist witnessing his father... Lunar. No. Uh, Iwao being murdered by a man in Chinese attire who is in search uh, of the dragon mirror. Coming, coining the free genre of uh, games. For 10 points, identify this 2000 Dreamcast uh, adventure game in which you attempt to avenge your father and defeat the Mad Angels gang as Ryo Hazuki. Shenmue. Yeah. I just have a reaction. That would have real time weather, weather and be set in 1986. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Uh, bonus rather. Identify the following racing games that have a wacky, surreal feel to them. 10 points each. This trippy game for the Super Nintendo features the titular one-wheeled vehicles racing on 2D side-scrolling courses. 
successfully performing tricks such as flips and spins can both gain the player points and increase the speed of the racer. Oh, this uh, game. Yeah, that let's, one. Let's go with I mean, Nintendo powers us. This is Uniracers. Yeah, Uniracers, yeah. I see. This N64 game features characters such as Chatter, a ball with teeth, and Gnarly, a rolling pumpkin, as well as the title lizard-like steer as they race through a series of vertical platforms while using grappling hooks for some reason. Man. Holy this crap, this is a hard bonus. It's a realist quiz bowl, too. I don't, know, I don't know what's going on here, dude. Oh, yeah, this is Iggy's Wrecking Ball. Iggy's Wrecking oh. Ball! <laughs> oh! <laughs> this poorly received game on the Nintendo Wii featured characters such as King uh, K. Rule, Lanky, and Cranky, racing using jetpacks fashioned from the titular objects. GameSpot called it a fifth rate Mario Kart clone. It's uh, Barrel Blast. Doggy Kong Doggy Kong Barrel Blast? Yep. Yeah. Solid, dude. There there go. Go. Good pull. <sighs> I get 10 out of it. Yeah. There you go. Come on, with some points. Lots of sticks. It's not made by Microsoft, but this hardware has been known to suffer from a white screen of death if its main memory became overused. One game for this hardware is a story-driven racing game in which you attempt to race over all over Europe to increase your social status, Glimmerati. Another exclusive game for this system is an FPS that features Jacob Ward striving to save Seven, Ri- Seven River City from an undead catastrophe in Ashen. More recently, this system released such titles as Hooked On, Creatures from the Deep, and System Rush Evolution on its namesake mobile gaming service, which can be employed... Buzz... Shit. Um... Oh. Game tap. No. What am I doing? No, this is a disaster. on its maker's new smartphone, mostly known for its ports of Tony Hawk Pro Skater oh, and Tomb Raider. Is that what it is? That's dumb. this piece of shit 2003 taco-shaped phone handheld hybrid released by Nokia. The end gauge. The end gauge. I'm just myself I am not engaged tournament. by the end gauge. Yeah. <sighs> I was wondering if it was going to be game tab, so I was like, oh. But it hardware was like. Yeah, I mean, they said hardware, and. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah. Identify these professional football figures that have stood out in recent incarnations. Uh, Men, uh, for 10 points each, or five points each if you need like Michael being impossibly good. This pro bowler is the only player in game history to have a speed rating of 100, allegedly confirmed after he sent hundreds of emails to several individuals at EA Sports. After being notified, he promptly started complaining about his break tackle rating. This is so Probably Chad Jones. Or no, it's, oh, it's a running it's back. A running it's a running back. back. So like, uh, perhaps Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah, probably. LT, Ladanian Tomlinson. Uh, for five, okay. this Miami product is admittedly really, really fast. Devin an attribute to utilize for turning kicks That's for the Chicago right. Bears. Devin Hester. Fucking, that was Devin Hester. That's right. Fuck, I've heard that clue before. Five points. Yeah. The annoyingly sparse coach shi- signing period in franchise mode is made just that much more annoying by the fact that this current coach refuses to join the NFL Head Coaches Association, preventing his name from being used in the game. Belichick or something? Belichick? I, I don't know. Belichick? 10. And in Madden 08 and 09, hiking the ball to this punter and having him run on a fake is a remarkably effective play considering he has an absurd 89 speed rating. Wow. The Secret used this move to help win season 2 of Madden 8. <laughs> uh, game of punter? Eagles. No, he's old though. I, I know. He's like 90 years old. I know. That's would that be, be funny? funny. Would that be funny? Okay, sure. Jeff Eagles. For 5. This hunter might be the most famous outside Buffalo for attempting the very same play during the 2011 Pro Bowl, which resulted in a forceful projection five yards backwards after Sean Taylor demolished him. Buffalo hunter. No, he's a kicker. Uh, This is like, what the fuck is his name? Uh, uh, Johnson? This is Brian Mormon. Brian Mormon. That's right. He's a guy. Like that idea. 
The ending in this game allows the players to walk around the developer's office and talk to the creator, such as a woman. Oh, you know, why did I do that? It's like one, dude. No, it's not that. Tower in Celadon City. You need to stop nagging. This is ridiculous. Such as a woman who says, "Watch out for our boss, Kelly Flock," and another man dressed as Indiana Jones. A hidden level in this game can only be reached by a password, and is a reference to another game by this game developer, Day of the Tentacle. Weapons in this game include exploding soda cans, such as dishes that can be thrown like frisbees, and a special potion that changes your character into a giant purple monster capable of punching through walls, while the default weapon is a measly water pistol. Rescuing the victims in this game awards points based on their popularity. For example, cheerleaders are worth 100 points, a BBQ chef gives 5 points, or catching his burger is worth 100. Starring Zeke and Julie out to the... Okay, that's yeah, what I thought. I have the buzzer. I have my hands on it. I'll just buzz if I really feel like I know it. Okay. I didn't know it was anything to do with the tennis. Yes, sir. It is related to the tennis. Cool. Embarrassingly, Jeremy has never seen a Star Wars movie. I mean, what the fuck? But he sure has played a whole lot of Star Wars video games. Wow. Names Dr. Pepper each. Allowing me to play as a nameless soldier in the most epic and historical conflicts in the Star Wars universe, such as Hoth and Endor. What in the world? What Star Wars game had a nameless thing and then a sequel? Like maybe Rosewater? No, that's you can't play. Rebel Assault? This is the only one I've played. Battlefront. Yeah. You play as Kyle Katarn in this first-person shooter, which is set shortly after the events in Episode Four, and gets to utilize weaponry as the Packard motor mortar gun and Briar laser gun. Yeah, it is Dark Forces. You said Shadow of the Empire. Dark Forces. Yep. Set between yeah, the Empire Strikes Back and the Return of the Jedi, this, this platform Shadows again. of the Empire. Yeah. yeah. I just got them straight from the head. It's cool. Rogue Squadron is somewhere better. I'm so buzzing now. He's getting the buzzer and something nagging too much. <laughs> <laughs> In one game, if you can increase your treasure hunter rank to the S level, a man in a hidden library reveals his name to be this. In another, this character appears at the end of the third. Gilgamesh? Yeah. Yes, it is! Oh, it is! Fucking FF9. It's FF9, yeah! The four armed man is totally Gilgamesh, as he yeah. always is in every game, and it's totally predictable. God damn it. In <laughs> honor of the recent release of Mega Man 9, identify these robot masters from the classic style Mega Man game. Oh. Each. The first and only female robot master, this mermaid like robot, gives Mega Man the dazzling laser trident upon being defeated. How much do we think they know about Mega Man? Well, I mean, we're going to get zero if we Yeah, don't, like, so. screw it. Okay, we'll screw it. Alright, do you guys need me to remember that? Uh, so, this is the woman from Mega Man 9. Her name is, like,. Mermaid Woman? Uh, Splash Woman. Splash Woman. Yeah. Created for construction projects, this robot master from the original Mega Man game possessed the power to pick up big fucking rocks and then Beep. hurl them at the enemy. His name is some Proto Man, some Strength Man. It's uh, it's big giant guy. His name is I, I don't know. Answer, this is Guts Man. Guts, Guts Man. Oh, yeah. Notable for having the most overpowered weapon in Mega Man history, as is. As his namesake Blade is a second weakness for most other Mega Man 2 bosses, this robot master was programmed with an error rendering him weak to Mega Man's Mega Buster. Uh, uh Cut Man? Uh, no, this is Metal Man, so 30. Are they wise choices? Guts Man? Fuck! We got God, we screwed it. No, if they, if we they get 30 so points. They, just, they get 30 points, let's go. Okay. Yeah, for everyone, they don't get, we get 10. So, that's uh, 9. You can attempt to talk to one of the denizens of this place by using a star-shaped door knocker five times, but she will peer out of her hut and refuse to interact with you further. Her fellow citizens run at the sight of you. Perhaps the sun or meat-eating natives are simply reticent, or perhaps they have been told by their self-appointed god that consorting with you will be met with draconian penalties like human sacrifices to the carnivorous warp. 
to confront Gen in his own 233rd age, you must decipher the base 25 Denim numeral system, find the moiety rebel. So this is in Riven? Yep. Oh, okay, yeah. I knew it was a mystery. Good knowledge. Yeah. Uh, identify the following about the now defunct Nintendo franchise for 10 points each. The Super Nintendo version of this game featured bonus levels such as landing a penguin from a diving board to a pool, while the N64 version featured bonus games like Jumble Hopper and Birdman. In addition to, yeah, one of the four stages in Pilot Wing 64 is this tropical island that has its caverns explored, and the rocket belt mission features photo ops for a whale in its cove in the large fountain in front of one of its luxurious resorts. It's not Little States. It's not. It's the one where the picture one that I put like a hundred times to can't be the picture mentioning. Kate, the picture of the whale. This is um, Little States. Uh, this is Crescent Island. Crescent Island. The heaviest male pilot in the N64 game is this black guy. He is notable for the fact that a mecha version of him is battled in certain gyrocopter missions. Uh, this Sorry. is, um, this is, there's Lark, there's, uh, like, the Hooter chick, there's, um, <laughs> I didn't play this guy, I was with Lark, or the, no. Anything? Hawk. Hawk? Hawk. Damn it. Toss-up 10. In one scene involving this character, he gives a monkey bubble gum, which then proceeds to blow a bubble, allowing this character to float over a river. This character's father created three different devices called the phase distorter, which allows... Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Ando, no. Yeah. yeah. From what? What is this? Power. Earth bomb. Yeah, the next scene. Nice like our fourth Earth bomb. Power! Another Earth bomb power. Nicely done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Bonus. Nice Welcome to Rapture. Identify the following oh, things. Nice. People okay. to the key to the plot of Bioshock. Yeah, of course, you do this. Rarely encountered without a massive big daddy nearby. Yeah, little, sister, little sisters. Little sisters are created by implanting them with a species of sea slug that is the source of this type yeah. of mutagenic stem cell that can be used to purchase various plasmids and tonics at the gatherer's garden. Adam. Items such as Eve, Hypos, and uh, first aid kits can be purchased at this chain of vending machines. Circus of Value. Welcome to the Circus of Values. Yeah. <laughs> Alexander Half time. I have 190 versus 35. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah. Alright, toss up 11. This Japanese game with this name is the last game to appear on the Nintendo 64, but is otherwise completely different from the US game of this name. In the multiplayer mode for this game, picking up an item shaped like a black mask will cause strange global effects to occur, such as having all players switch oh, players. Now that's Bottom Man 64. It is for 15. Thank you. Well done. 15! Well done. That was a good game. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't have the real buzzer down. <laughs> uh, sure, you might not be able to throw turtle shells or shrink the other racers with lightning, but these more realistic racing games are pretty good in their own right. Okay. each. The number one selling game on the original PlayStation, this game published by Sony Computer, features a whopping 178 cars. Grand Yeah. First released on the Super Nintendo by Chemco, this series of racing games is notable for allowing Nitro boosts in the late and later oh. spun off its namesake Rally on the N64. Top gear. Yeah, developed by Top Gear. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Developed by Titus Software, this N64 game allowed players to race supercars based off based off such models as Dodge Viper, the Ferrari Testarossa, and several based off of vehicles from the titular Italian automaker. Oh, uh, yeah. this is like Ferrari something or other. This is uh, Ferrari Racer. Automobile Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, twenty. Twenty. I remember the game. No, Adventure Racing. I remember the yeah, game. that's what I was looking for. <laughs> Toss of 12. One boss character in this series appears as a giant corpulent creature with a dark hominid humanoid figure emerging from a 
hippopotamus-like mouth, while another boss looks like gigantic insectoid creature with a female angelic figure emerging from its tail. In addition to Leopoldon and Gig, other characters include a woman named ABA, who is married with and attached to a giant key-like weapon, and another character from the series attacks with his teddy bear Roger and a yo-yo, and was born in an English village where same-sex twins were bad luck and was raised as a girl named Bridget. Yeah. RPG. As the internet has told me, everyone gave for Bridget. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's by the following about the PC FPS released in November nice. 2007. This game with an, a with an, with a very impressive namesake graphics and physics engine featured Delta Force member Jake Dunn battling aliens in a nano muscle suit. Crisis. Crisis. Oh. Yep, throughout yeah. the game, Jack is referred to by this code name that also names the Sega handheld and successor to the Game Gear that could be used yes. to portably play no Genesis cards. Nomad, he is called. And in addition to battling aliens, a war breaks out with this real world nation after take after they take hostage a group of American archaeologists. At one point in the plot, this country constructs cheap knockoffs of the American Army's nano suits. I think it's the Koreans. So, like North Korea. North Korea. Yeah. Oh, well done, dude. Thirty. Crisis doesn't run on my PC, though, because I'm Because you have a human Earth PC. It's <laughs> true. Uh, I don't have one of the Space Age ones. So, toss up 13. One dark Pokemon that also has this type will evolve when leveled up while holding the Razor Claw item. Or How about poison? Uh, Well, a certain female Pokemon of this type will gain the Ghost type if evolved while holding an Awakening Stone. Another Pokemon of this type is Pillow Swine, which evolves from the pig-like swine of Pillow Pillow. So, like ice? Yeah, it's 15. Fifteen! Oh, it's so, yeah, Glalie is the the other thing. Mm -hmm. It's the, yeah. Pillow Swine 15, it's been easy. Audio bonus. Awesome. Uh, Identify the video game character from the sound of their laughs for the stage. <laughs> oh, oh, awesome. Oh, you will hear each laugh Cat twice Cat. after which you have five seconds to answer. Did they actually, did there a sound for that? Yeah. Okay. Oof. I didn't know. Wow. For like, wait a second, that's not right. Scarlet and uh, that what other dude from uh, Final Fantasy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a sound. What fuck is his name? Three times the score is 65 versus 230. Alright. Heidegger. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Dude, if you can't get this, this is. Yeah. I, I think I'm supposed to play that twice. Okay. Yeah, I'll just give you a go through again. <laughs> so fucking famous. Who did this? This isn't. Uh, it's not Dracula, is it? Uh, this might be from the. Dracula? It's Kafka. Kafka. Yeah. It is Kafka. Oh, you shouldn't say it. You could have said it oh, to us for the answer. So we could get points. So bad. <laughs> we just. <laughs> I know. Okay. One deck. Definitely. Yeah, play that again. Uh-huh. It's like Psycho Mantis or something. So when Jeremy recorded that on the personal recorder. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. This is Bowser from Super Mario 64. Oh, I reckon. He made that noise. There was less background noise. Yeah. 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 Laugh. Oh, these have all been for five points each. This is also for five points. Are you serious? Oh, this is Titus. Do you want to hear it again? No, I do not. This is Titus. I don't want to hear that. How about the background music that might help you out a little bit? No, I just remember the scene because it's awful. It is awful. Okay, this one also for five. Yeah, 
This is Ganondorf. Ganondorf. Ganondorf is right. And for five points each, identify both of the voices in this last clip. You will hear this clip three times at his hand unit. So. <laughs> what? Okay. Oh. Ah. Can I load? Uh. You have any idea? Uh. Game with voice acting? Oh, something? <laughs> I think we'll take our ten and run. Okay, we only got five. No, we got ten. We got ten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, not a face saying that. Okay, this is uh, the King of Hyrule and yeah. Zelda. Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Alright. So I kind of. Uh, so. Alright. That's what, whatever, whatever. <laughs> whatever. You got 10. There you go. Better than nothing. It's better than It's true. So, toss up 14. In the Game Boy version of this game, which is subtitled The Legend, the protagonist must cross a series of thinly disguised amusement park rides as, as it is actually a port of the earlier game, Roller Coaster. The first true sequel to this game is called Time Warp, as has as has such perils as the advances of an overweight Eve in the Garden of Eden and being shrunk down and hunted by Beethoven's cat. In the original game, obstacles include a situation in which a black knight fires electric shocks through a checkerboard floor and dodging green tentacles that drape from the ceiling. The original game was one of the first arcade games to use laser disc technology. Dragon Lair? Yeah. Nice. Identify the following things about Super Mario Galaxy for 10 points each. Upon arriving at the Comet Observatory, Mario is greeted by this light blue clad space babe who looks almost exactly like oh, Princess Peach. Daphne, is that? No. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, fuck, screw. Okay. Oh, screw it. Wait, are you sure? Wait, I mean, it's here one more time. Like, do you guys want to do that? You know it, you know it, you know it. I don't, I'm not sure. I remember reading about that character, so I, like, am I going to read it? Rosalina's right. Scattered about the stages are these cute little creatures oh. that, when fed the right number Most of star bits, yeah, could they, evolve into other types of objects, such as full stars or launch stars. Others will sell you special mushrooms, usually just for boss fights. Lumas. And slightly more challenging versions of certain missions can be unlocked if a certain colored comet is orbiting a specific galaxy. A comet of this color will create missions in which Mario must collect 100 coins of color Purple. that matches the said comet. Yep. Purple. Okay, zero points on the bone. <laughs> <laughs> no, zero points. We don't get anything. We don't get anything. We're taking you expensive time with this. I have. <laughs> I have beaten said game. <laughs> I mean, I have. I just can't remember shit. Toss up 15. In one game, this character is able to learn special judo attacks, such as the Kabuki Quantum, in which his hair grows and whips enemies, and the Koban Tiger, in which he summons a tiger to ride. One game, starring this character, opens with him and his friend being kicked out of the store because his friend took his clothes off to negotiate a discount. Later in that game, he gets super pissed when his girlfriend, Omitsu, while making a food delivery is launched into space along with the island of Kyushu by the Peach Mountain Gang, who desires to make all of Japan their glorious stage. At various times, he rides in the giant movie star robot, Impact, to defeat giant enemies, and often teams up with the clockwork ninja, Suzuki, and the comical and chubby ninja, uh, Ibi Sumaru, formerly called Kid Ying, for 10 points, identified this pipe-wielding, spiky-haired character, the hero of the mystical ninja series. Oh, my guy. Huh? Oh, this is, a. Uh, this is, uh, oh. uh, it's, uh, fuck. Time. 
Looks like Goemon. Or yeah, that's something. his name. Uh, yeah, I should have said that. I kind of knew that. I couldn't think of it. Yeah. So Whoops. Couldn't get the syllables right. <laughs> Toss up 16. A bio version of this game appeared on the N64 in Japan and included a clip that measured the player's heart rate and then the Tetris. Yeah, yeah I read about that the other day. Good buzz. Good buzz. Very good buzz. I'm putting no. up positive points, right? Yes, thank you. <laughs> and then the, the following characters from the Resident Evil series for 10 points each. This primary female antagonist of the first game fought alongside Chris Redfield and with Carlos Oliveira in the third game where she encountered the deadly experiment called Nemesis. I don't know. Like Veronica is a female character. Yeah, Veronica. This is Jill. Grandson oh, of one of the original founders of Umbrella Inc., this squeaky voiced man is the villain throughout much of Code Veronica and has developed a split personality to account for his twin sister Alexia's disappearance. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. This is Alfred, and the main antagonist of the series, this commander of stars and staff member of Umbrella, sent Ada, Ada Wong to research Lost Lagos in Resident Evil 4 and was once revived by injecting himself before his death with an experimental virus. Nope. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm going to kick myself. All right, this is apparently maybe Vester or Wester. Yeah, Wester. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Toss up 17. This character is able to learn a number of healing abilities, such as Spirit's Pathway and the Infinite Range Triclementia, while his more militant attacks include the extremely powerful Crimson Blade and Coup de Grace, which knocks an enemy a significant distance away. At one point, he can trade a bottle of goat's milk for a piggy bank by a man sitting in the Hanon Hills, and at another he is joined by a pair of guardians from a go-go forest, each wielding rings, uh, representing the sun and moon. In another scene, this character travels to the ruler of Forte while escorting a young girl who is... So those twins are going to be... Uh, oh, this is uh, so Cecil? No. Which uh, is to increase the taxes on a substance called mineral powder. In the real world, this character lay dying from tuberculosis and dreams himself wearing a top hat okay. and using a conductive baton as a weapon. The starring character of the 2009 oh. Xbox 360 game Eternal Sonata for 10 points and then try this Polish composer of such works as the revolutionary age. <laughs> okay, so Japan. It is. Yes. Uh, I thought they were talking about Column and Forum. You were not. Yeah. Well done. Dying this. Uh, Bonus. Nothing like senselessly beating the crap out of. Nothing like senselessly beating the crap of an opponent with your fists. Boxing games for ten points each. This 2001 arcade game featured two orange glove-like grips that could be used to deliver awesome three to thirty punch rushes to defeat your opponent. It could get pretty tiring. I don't know. I play this. I don't know this. Knockout. This is mocap boxing. This game series from EA Sports features both current and historical boxes and opponents and is notable for its realistic analog total punch control system. It's like Ready to Rumble? Yeah. No, this is Fight Night. Uh, we're not going to get Ready to Rumble. This Fight Night fighter in the boxing mode from Wii Sports is this white glove black guy who also doubles as your coach in the various training modes uh, of the this game. Is, uh, this is... Yeah, his, his name is... Uh, his name is... Shit, I should know this, but I am extremely tired and don't know this. Matt Connie or something? Uh, it's Matt. Was it? Matt. I don't have anything more than Matt. Matt? This is Matt. Okay. Uh, 0, 0, 0, 10, 10, 10, 20. We're awesome. Yes. It's 150. Let's go. 100. Yeah. How many times have you done? Three. Uh, we're on 18. In one final scene, this man is to be able to controlling Nadia, whom he promptly shoots before declaring, I am the future. This Buzz. man... So Nadia, that's... um. Okay. Oh, there it is. It's not Ashnard, is it? 
no, Nick Vodka. This man's subordinates have included Anton Slavic and Oksana Christos, who helped this man capture Kratos, whom he forced to translate the Pacifist. One of the only individuals ever shown to manipulate this figure is Alexa Kovac, who was able to convince him to execute Killian Qatar, most, uh, or Qatar. Most recently, he employed Legion, despite the homicidal tendencies of his previous AI, Cabal. His center of power is Sarajevo, where he is, was able to provoke an ion cannon attack on Temple Prime, summoning the screen to Earth. Proclaiming, it is time you saw the future while you still have human eyes, he has survived at least three deaths in an effort to cover the, uh, the world in a certain substance. At some point, identified this Joseph Kukin, portrayed leader of the Brotherhood of Nod, protagonist Command and Conqueror's Tiberian series, whose first nefarious act was probably murdering his brother Abel, as recounted in Genesis. Cain. I see. Cain. That's who I was trying to think of, but I couldn't think of the name. Anyway, until the Bible blew. I then the following were the game series that originated on the Doom Sega Saturn First, I'd identify this team Andromeda developed series of rail shooters that involve single heroes standing up to evil empires while riding on dragons in a post-apocalyptic yeah, future. Panzer Dragoon. The protagonist of the original Panzer Dragoon game, this characterized the Blue Dragon solo wing after its original yeah, owner is defeated by a dark dragon who, main, who desires to reactivate an ancient ruin. I played it with the stories like, like the completely new secondary. It's like uh, uh, Lena. Oh, no, this is anyway. Kyle Fluga. Okay, the most recent and fourth entry in the series, this 2002 yeah. Xbox game yeah. follows the title female characters, attacked the Empire, and added the feature to Morph the Dragon's form of Will. Panzer Dragoon Orda. I think yeah, I knew that. I didn't know it was a Toss up I the penultimate. Okay. Um, after completing this game on the extra difficulty and beating the in-game records for the rest of the game's modes, a secret character that appears as an anthropomorphic panda can be unlocked. In the Mountain Village... Tekken 4. Uh, Nick Fox. Mountain yeah. Village stage of this game, players can be warped further ahead by going up a hill just before a stop sign. The music in the training modes of this game has a techno beat and is called Call Me, and contains the lyrics Hello, 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 and What Up Homeboy. Ten eighty. Um, F, like 1080 degrees snowboarding? Like, what is... It's called 1080. Yeah. It's just known as 1080. That's what this is. I mean, yeah, I've played it, and I think I've heard it called that, too. What yeah, is the answer? 1080 snowboarding. Yeah, yeah. 1080 yeah. is 1080. Yeah. So I, I was also surprised, like... No, I know there's two and a half hours. There's a pan in, like, Tekken Tech. Ten points. I know specifically from It involves a tournament in which the futurist company Ultratech calls fighters all over the... Killer Instinct. Yeah. Killer Instinct is known for this type of technique, which can help a character escape from the game. And this character, this character is known for interesting finishing moves, such as transforming her opponent into a frog and then stomping on them or flashing her tits and giving them a fatal heart attack. What? Yeah. What is it? The Orchard. Next. Combo Killer Instinct. And final thought of In the fourth game of this series, instead of unlocking a certain claw-wielding character by finishing 11 levels, he can be alternatively unlocked in the ninth stage by burning his supply depot. Though most of the series features past... Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. What was it? Dynasty, Dynasty Warriors. Wonder why I got that. <laughs> With 44 playable characters, <laughs> at least three of them have to appear in this tournament. I don't know the following playable people or objects from Chrono Cross. Okay. The silent protagonist of the game is bandana-wearing hero. This character's skull is first met in another fossil valley where he joins you on the condition you find the rest of his bones scattered about the world. Doing so is a huge waste of time as this bone warrior just plain sucks in battle. I, I know, like, three characters from this, so this isn't Kid, so... Uh-uh. He's the aptly named Skelly. Ah, fair enough. And 
Actually, the Dark Moon Dragon in a human form, this saucy French-accented gesture woman, God, is the sidekick of Surge's rival Lynx and helps Surge escape back into reality after an yes. incident at Fort Is this kid? What? Am I making that up? I don't know anything about this game. Yeah, yeah, sir. Sir. It's a kid. But like, kid? This is like Harley or Harl or Harley. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kid is the, you know, protagonist. You don't like to think about it. Here it goes. 